Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... Uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. B-Pod Studios. Is really 222? Mm-hmm. I never believe when you put the episode number. I question it every week. <laughs> really? Huh? <Is> really? <laughs> what? 222. Huh? Okay. Now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. Hey, this is Dale Jr. Hey, this is Jeff Gordon. Hey, this is Clint Borders. Hey, guys. Chase Elliott. Hey, this is Alex Bowman. Hey, this is Kevin Harvick. Hey, it's Ryan Blaney. Hey, this is Joey Logano. Hey, this is Kyle Busch. Hey, it's Austin Dillon. You're listening to Wicked the Wicked Fast, Fast Podcast. Podcast. I'm try a little more New England. Okay, watch this. <laughs> hey, it's Austin Dillon. You're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. <laughs> Wicked Fast. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yep. Um, hello? This is the Wicked Fast Podcast? Now. Anyone out there who wants to go fast? Anybody? I want to go fast. Drivers, start your engines! Yeah! yeah. All, right. All right. Hey, what's up? Hey. Wicked Fast Podcast, episode 222. Right? Yeah, just, just a couple <laughs> weeks late. Just a couple weeks late. What's up? I, I should nice. have... Uh, if I had been thinking, I could have thrown uh, our Danica in there because uh, Danica called the race this weekend. Uh, I think I think she did a great job. I think she's good. I like Danica. I I, I would have no issue if it was Clint, Danica, and uh, Mike Joy. Yeah, I, I thought she did a nice job. Uh, Especially post-International Women's Day. That's right. That's right. Uh, so that was nice. And, uh, of course, uh, Brian Bell here. That's uh, Timmy G over here. Hey, Timmy everyone. G over there. And you can always find us on our social medias at Wicked Fast PDCST on Twitter, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook, where we stream this live as well. So you can see our beautiful faces. <laughs> you know, if you don't live on my street. Uh, and uh, you can always go to uh, bpodstudios.com and find the Beasley Media Group family of podcasts. Lots of good stuff there. Some stuff from the Sports Hub and all of our other uh, stations there. And. You can always go and check out good stuff coming up. I know I already listened to the big KG episode of Banner Banter podcast with Timmy G over with his fine group of uh, podcasts at Big Night Entertainment. So that was fun. That was good. Did you like my take? The open was really good. I yeah. No, I agree. I think I agree. Oh, okay. I, I okay, think great. I agree with your take. It'll be a fun day, but I, I don't think it should be up there in the rafters. No, nope, me neither. Yeah, it'll be fun though. It will be fun. And are they selling more KG merch than they than than like Paul Pierce merch when they did the Paul Pierce retirement? You think? For I mean, for someone who uh, may or may not have been intoxicated at the Paul Pierce game and ran down to the pro shop and spent over two hundred dollars worth of merchandise on Paul Pierce, yes, uh, they <laughs> um, they are selling a little. I know bit Sam much. has a nice Paul Pierce hat with the thirty four on. Yeah, like they had the Paul Pierce hat, you know, and a t shirt. But for the KG thing, I don't know. It just seems different. Like season seems ticket weird. holders got a um, a Kevin Garnett plaque if they renewed by a certain time. They never did that for wow. Paul Pierce. I don't know. It just seems weird. Kind of seems like they're shoving it down our throats a little bit. That is, yeah, that was Sam's first jersey. 
you had a KG baby jersey onesie. Yeah, I'm thinking about wearing my Al Jefferson jersey. That's an amazing story. Isn't it? You'd have to explain it to every person you saw, though. Otherwise, they'd be like, hey, who's that dude in the Al Jefferson, Jefferson jersey? jersey? Like, what what a nutbag that guy is. Anyway, uh, so go listen to NASCAR. NASCAR. Go NASCAR. listen to Jimmy G Celtics podcast. He goes on and on about the Celtics. It's great. It's, uh, it's really <clears> fun. He's your favorite Celtics fan. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, actually, Sam and I were talking. I think you need a, a Sam Bell feature, a mini G feature on the uh, on the banner banter. He was correcting some of your pronunciations of player names. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what a nerd. And I'm sorry about Duke. Okay, NASCAR. NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR. That was a fun race. Uh, it, uh, you know, unless you're, I mean, unless you're Kyle Busch. Yeah. I mean, but first off, can we talk about how you, earlier this season, the very first episode, said Alex Bowman was going to make the final four. I like the and way he's here he, he is. Beats out Kyle Busch, beats out Kyle Larson, gets himself his first victory of the year. Yeah, pretty. Impressive. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, now, once again, with fantasy, had I left my lineup alone, I would have won instead of coming in 14th. But what are you going to do? <laughs> Here we are. What are you going to do? It's another but day. I mean, you- it's another win in fantasy for Jen. That's three in a row. She's won every race this year so far. Yeah, but she also we'll did that last year, and she and she didn't she didn't finish properly. So we'll, talk, if, we'll talk fantasy in a bit. But yes, the uh, actual race, I really I enjoy seeing Alex Bowman win. I like that kid. It was actually probably the best race of the year, even though it was at Las Vegas. Mm, it was probably yeah, yeah, the best race of the year. I mean, it started off banana land. I'm pretty sure every single team failed inspection, and yeah. NASCAR isn't giving anyone. A centimeter, no an leeway with no car. They don't care. Don't yeah, I mean, care. Zero F's given. <laughs> yeah. Five different teams got crew members ejected for the whole weekend. Harvick chase, Harrison Burton, Gilliland and Kurt Busch. Yeah. Christopher Bell got his first poll. The ratings were higher than ever for a third, third week race. Yep. And, but I think the biggest story is, is how that, 48 and 5 and 2014 yeah since they were in contention i mean chase did finish in the top 10 i think i think he finished ninth but those three going for the lead said hey new car these tires really haven't held up great let's just go on two tires yeah and took a risk and that's going to be how this season i think is going to play out because a lot of these teams are going to take these risks to see if they work and then they can make a note because we are going back to Las Vegas again, unfortunately. Yeah. And not going back to Loudon in September. But, you know, these, this team may go, or Hendrick may go, okay, the two tires work this time. Can it work again? Or do the four tires work? Because they have no idea. And then down the road next year, third race of the season, they're in Las Vegas again, doing the West Coast trip. Do you remember when we used two tires? Yeah. I feel like these are the type of moments that well, they're starting their help. books on, on these tracks exactly. and these cars. Yep. Cause they, you know, that's the crew chiefs will have that notebook full of stuff for each track that basically they're starting with fresh notebooks. Cause yep. they don't know what these cars are going to do. And, <laughs> and really the tires, I, I mm, you're a tire nerd. And yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Kyle Busch is not are... happy about tires. I was Ooh. watching practice on Saturday and, you know, he, I think this is what the second time in a row in practice or at least the second time, whether it was during the race, either way, two weeks in a row, he's had tire issues. Yeah. And he said something to Regan Smith, who 
<laughs> like his weight is like up and down every week. Like Daytona 500 week, he did not look like healthy. Who? But then this past Regan Smith. Regan, oh, really? And then this past week, notice. he looked fine. Oh, Daytona week, I was just like, it was like a new person. It's like he gained like 20 pounds. But then this week, it was like it was all gone. It was very no, because you just figure a lot of these drivers are really in shape, minus Ryan yeah. Newman, who's <laughs> not, you know, racing anymore. All these drivers are like stick figures. So, like, can you imagine They're if one day Kyle people. Bush gains 20 pounds? We'd all be like, you know, whoa. Well, that's so weird. But but Kyle Busch was like, yeah, I can't race in a tire that doesn't hold pressure. It is strange. Like, because it is a low-profile tire. It is. It's wider. It's low-profile. And, so low, and the car is so low to the ground now, too. And probably putting more pressure on it as well. The one yeah. lug nut. There's I mean, we lot, can go on and there's on. There's a lot going on there that I feel like it's going to take till mid-season to really figure out this yeah, which is everything. why that gamble, and I hate to use the word gamble in yeah. Las Vegas, but like that's why that gamble by Team Hendrick for three out of the four teams was like could have ri- very high risk and reward. Yes, you know, all three of those cars could have finished last. Or it, know, it was a team strategy that you know it was a team it was strategy. A real though, roll of it, the dice, to me, G. Oh God. <laughs> Go ahead. It was a crapshoot. It really was. Keep going. Keep going. I, I'll give you one I, more. I just, I don't know. I mean, you know, are they going to hit? Are they going to stay? I don't know. Okay. All right. Great. All right. We're, we're done. No more. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> it was Las Vegas. I mean, come on. Yeah. I know. I get it. I get it. But I mean, I think, I think even though it was a frustrating weekend for Kyle Busch, I think it was, it should be frustrating for everyone else in the series because the fact that he led 40 laps in a backup car that he doesn't really know a lot about yeah. is not a good look for everyone. Like, because Kyle Busch, we can still argue, you know, you want to say Kyle Larson's the most talented driver, fine. I still think it's Kyle Busch. I still think Kyle Busch can, if it has the word NASCAR on it, he can drive it. Yeah, just slap a NASCAR sticker on anything. Yeah, and, and he could, <laughs> but, you know. Do you think that... I, I would like to see him race some dirt track stuff, though, because his son, what's his son's name, Braden? Something weird. Ke- yeah, no. Uh, Keegan? The, I don't know, is it a K? Anyways, yeah. his son is winning dirt track races left and right. Yeah, so it's because um, Kevin Harvick's Keelan, his son Keelan. Yeah. Yes, races Keelan. Too. That's what I was thinking. You were th- about I know. I, I, I was yeah, thinking yeah. the same. Um, yeah, he's is he a Braxton? Braxton Bush? Oh, Braxton may be it. But anyways, I I've I've never heard a lot about Kyle Busch dirt wise over the years. I'm not saying he didn't come up through it, right? Um, but I don't know. You just hear Kyle Busch and Chase and uh, you know Ryan Priest and Bowman. You know, all these guys like doing the chili bowl and stuff. And then, you know, Kyle Bush is just chilling. Yeah. But I still think he's super talented. So the fact that they had a backup car, didn't get a lot of practice because practice is so short now. Right. Crashed the car, got the backup car, still got it up there, led 40 laps. And to be honest with you, if Eric Jones didn't crash. Right. Kyle Bush wins that race. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you think going in a backup car, do you think that it's not as big a deal, though, because there's probably just not a lot of crazy setups with the new, they're kind of going basic on the setup. I would think with the car anyway, to some degree. So yeah, but also reading the article before Daytona about how a lot of these teams can't get parts. Yeah. I feel like they have to play it pretty cautious because you don't want to wreck two cars in one weekend. Like that's probably not a great look. So I understand what you're saying, but I feel like at the same time, they're probably like, Hey, yeah, let's try and not uh, go easy. Let's yeah, Yeah. take, take it easy. 
Yeah, so if that easy, yeah. if that was Kyle Busch going easy, I don't think it was because I don't think that Kyle yeah, Busch has that doesn't have that gear in his vocabulary <laughs> yeah. or his gear per se. Yeah. Um, but I think another cool story of this weekend is more parody. Um, Ross Chastain led the most. I love seeing it. Uh, yeah, he led, we've had him on the show before. The, wa- yep. the watermelon, watermelon, the watermelon man himself, but. He led 89 laps. Daniel Suarez had a chance to win at Fontana the week before. There's now been, I read something, there's now been 25 drivers this year that have at least one top 10 finish, which is the most since 1973. That's exactly what NASCAR was hoping for with these next-gen cars. But it's not good to have the the most laps led this year. Anyone who has done it has not won the race. Interesting. Yeah. So Brad Kay had it. Uh, Daniel Suarez had it. I'm yeah. sorry, not Daniel Suarez. Ross Chastain had it. So it's not a good look. No, but but it's it really is. good to see a team like Trackhouse, who isn't the bottom of the barrel, but right. isn't one of the top five teams, middle of the road team, do so well at a track that usually the top five teams dominate at those right. mile and well, a half. Seeing these seeing these names in the top ten though, like Christopher Bell, cool, Tyler Reddick, Eric Amarola, and Ross Chastain, like up in the top ten. That's yep. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, especially Eric Amarola in his final season. You know, and when you have four, um, when you have four Hendrick guys in the top ten, uh, anyway, it's like, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been crazy. I, that's but, you know, and we'll get into fantasy, like I said, but like that's kind of why I went with young drivers. <laughs> I, I like I, 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 you know, it's funny. I, I'm like, I'm not starting Kyle Busch again. He always disappoints me. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, I mean, th- this year I've just been trying to go with like guys who finished ninth and 10th. Like I have not used Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, or Denny Hamlin once this year so far in fantasy. Yeah. Because I good. figured in race 20, they're going to figure it out. But right. Race four and five, Same. they're just going to test things out because they know they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, but like Denny Hamlin right now, <laughs> Denny Hamlin has only gained 38 points this year. Yeah. 38 points. He's in 30th right now in points. You know, I almost dropped him into my garage just to save the start because my race was such a catastrophe. I mean, already. he was doing okay, and then his drivetrain broke. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, Joe Gibbs has had some weird things happen to some of their cars this year. But I mean, yeah. he finished fifteenth at Auto Club, which isn't great for him, and then he crashed at Daytona. Yeah, the, and, there's yeah. there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve on these cars. Well, you know, and then then the whole, you know, you bring up the overhype probably media thing is is Danny focusing too much on 2311 mm. you know is he not focusing on enough on Joe Gibbs and his FedEx 11 car and is he hanging out with Michael Jordan too much smoking too cigars much? and playing golf yeah I mean what is what is wrong with Denny him even though there's nothing probably wrong at all a wicked fast podcast investigative report. report. Yeah. <laughs> Dateline. It's our new division. Well, yeah. well, well, Denny oh. Hamlin. Oh, is Denny golfing again? My God. <laughs> is Denny in the simulator too much? <laughs> Anywho. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, cool. While Brian pulls up uh, <laughs> the fantasy stuff, oh, sure. uh, unless you have anything else from Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I think we got it all right, but yeah, and we did hit on it a little bit. But Danica was good, so I don't know who else yeah, is coming. But, up I mean, some as of those, like, like the rotating some of the camera. Yeah, I don't know either, but some of the camera shots that they had, like looking down, 
she was really, really short. She's next very to little. She I is know she tiny. Is. We've stood next to but her. But, like, we've stood next to her, too. Can you give her a like, box to stand on? Give her a telephone yeah, but book? He, but here's the thing. Like, when the camera angle is, like, pointing down, it yeah. makes it look even worse. Yeah. Like, I would rather have just an, a level shot yeah, and yeah. have Mike Joy look a little bit taller. And then, Clint, you know, Clint look like a monster. But, like, and it's not like Matt Kenseth or Tony Stewart are giants either. Right. I mean, you know. There, there. There's no way either of them are over five foot ten. Yeah, what most NASCAR drivers are short. I mean, Joey Logano's tall. Uh, Kevin Harvick's probably the same height as us. Yeah, he's about our height. I'm trying to think of other guys that we've interviewed actually face to face. You know, Chase is our height. Kyle Busch, you know, maybe like six feet. But for yeah. the most part, all these guys are like Tyler Reddick. Oh, he's just a mini me. Yeah, Kyle Larson, Austin Dillon is probably like five. Very seven. easy for them to jump in the car. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Tyler Reddick could probably literally just jump into like a cannonball form and jump and sideways and yeah. fit through the window. Yeah, that's, I think that's how he gets in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so right. uh, the, just the standings real quick while Brian pulls all that stuff up and yeah. shares the screen. So yeah. the Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. I feel the need the need for speed. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh... I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. Three what, spots I'll so share far. Share screen on the only, standings. Look at this. How about that? Only thirteen spots remain for the playoffs. I know we do this every year, but please let it let this be the year. Um, but yeah, you can see Larson, MTJ, Logano, Austin Sindrick still holding on strong in his rookie campaign. Uh, very impressive for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did the playoffs. There you go. There um, it is by rank. Yeah, by rank. And then you got MTJ, Logano, Kyle Busch, Eric Amarola, Chase, Austin Dillon. Bubba Wall is still holding on strong there. Uh, Chase Briscoe. Oh, boy. Where'd that all go? Oh, yeah. Uh, by yeah, Chase points. Briscoe, Eric Jones. Which way you want it? Which way do you want it? No, no, it, uh, it doesn't matter. To. There you go. Okay. Because I think uh, Kevin Harvick's 16th, right? Yeah. He's way yeah. down here. Look at him. Yeah. Yep. So there's a so, lot to sort out. There really is. But. What I was interested in is see like which teams have it, which teams don't. Three Hendrick, three Penske, three Stuart Haas, which is something we did not hear a lot about last year. Yeah, they were kind of out of it. Two Joe Gibbs. That's weird. Both Jordan cars are in there. One Richard Childress, or I'm sorry, one or yeah, because Tyler Reddick's I think is like 18th right now. Yeah. One Richard Petty, and then one. Uh, Roush, Fenway, Kozlowski racing. So seven Fords, five Chevys, four Toyotas so far. So it seems pretty on par yeah. with everything that NASCAR was hoping for. Right. All right. Well, that's good. It's, you know, and, and you'll see which teams figure it out first. Hendrick seems to. Hendrick seems to be in the lead right figured now. Figured out right now. Uh, sorry. Jump over to uh, fantasy here. And like I said, I actually ran into John and Jen and uh, Jackson at uh, at soccer over the weekend. 
And yeah, uh, where they, I told they them just, how we think they're just all a bunch of cheaters. That whole yeah. House. Do they have like tinfoil on their head trying yeah. to figure out how to cheat more? I don't know. Jen's system because they do have different systems, uh, and Jen's system seems to be working. Ladies' night race. She has won every race this year so far. Yeah, I feel like that's how it started last year earlier as well. No, it's very impressive because when she first started doing it, you know, she has grown. She is her growth has been very noticeable. It's uh, throughout it's, the years. She's really making some good picks. Um, but you know, this is the season two where yeah, you might start slow. As my plan <laughs> is to start slow because uh, see, I'm down here in 14th, and uh, that's that was not a good race for me. Not a good race. You you had a good finish in the middle there. You, I was. You were right thrilled. there tied with I was with thrilled because I, I just had – I did not – I knew this was the week I was going to be bottom of the barrel, and I'm thrilled. I, I don't think I like the new bonus point system. Well, all right. So Ugh. out of the last three years, which one do you like better? Do you like this year's, last year's where you had to pick the best manufacturer or the stage winners? Because I, the, I liked manufacturer. That was kind of, I, I did too. I, I hated liked, the stage winners because yeah. of strategy, because it was like three laps to go and you're like, and then somebody pits. Points, oh, they're coming my way. Yeah, like, exactly. Nah. I liked last year's where you picked, you know, your top Chevy, top Ford. I kind of liked that one because that was a good way to kind of hedge a bet. Like, I'm going to pick this guy, but I'm not going to start this guy, but maybe he'll get me 10 points over here. So yep. I liked that. And just the head to heads. This year, I am striking out hard. Well, I also think NASCAR is doing a great job by picking the matchups. Yeah, it's not, you know, like Todd Gilliland versus Denny Hamlin. Yeah. You're like, of course it's going to, well, maybe Denny Hamlin's a bad example this year, but, you know, but they're trying, you know, they're doing Eric Amarola and Austin Dillon. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That could go one of two ways. (laughs) So, so here you go. Our our, uh, overall standings, uh, everyone at the Capoli house is a one, two, three. Now I, I know that you're neighbors. trying to take it slow, but I I just need to motivate you. Do you, you think a I'm bit. taking it too slow? Two hundred points behind Brian, the leader. Yeah, yeah, I, it's been Maybe awful. Maybe just ramp it up just a little. It's bit. been really awful. Maybe put some gas in your car. Awful. I don't have to. It's an electric car. <laughs> Driving an electric car now. Uh, I mean, did so, you did you have like insider info that? gas prices were going up and that's why you decided to do this uh no i just uh you know i thought that it was time and yeah I, knew, mm-hmm. I was i was just ahead of it i think, I, think I you had just, some insider info i'm telling you i this has been the the greatest timing of any decision i've ever made because buying an electric car just before gas prices hit like five bucks i'm driving past the gas station laughing at everybody it's amazing yeah, especially the people that now are finally using their Costco memberships and BJ memberships. The lines are insane. Forever. The, the lines, lines are, insane. are insane. And for someone who only puts mobile gas in their car, yeah, I'm screwed. Yeah. There you go. There's my car, right? I pulled it up if you're watching live on the Facebook. Thanks to my friends down at Greco Ford down in Raynham. It's, it's beautiful. They aren't an advertiser yet, but, you know, we're working on it. Baby steps. I, I paid full price for that, baby. Uh, yeah, it's been great. I really, it's been so much fun to drive. I'm having a great time with it. That's all that matters. No gas. Uh, anyway, all right. So let's head to Phoenix. Phoenix, stand out west, West Coast road trip. Let's go. Yep. The where the championship race will be held, like it always has been the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, the I 
Hopefully, I'm pronouncing this the right way, but the Ruoff. Yeah, Ruoff, sure. Ru- yeah, R- Ruoff Mortgage 500, Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Yeah. on Fox. Um, Ooh. If you, Boy, there's, there's but, another thing happening at 3.30 on Sunday. Well, here's the thing. If you're a Comcast guy or an Xfinity or whatever, or whatever the hell it's called now. Yeah. I feel like it's like Ennis Cantor's name. It just changes every day. Yeah. Um, if, you know, you can go from Channel 805 to 806 because the KG game's on ABC, Fox is oh, the channel above it. Right. So you that's can go an back easy, and That's forth. an easy flip. That's an easy flip. Okay. So with that being said, 3.30 p.m., the Ruoff Mortgage 500 at Phoenix. Practice will be at 11.30 local time to 12.05, just like it has been the last couple weeks. And qualifying will be right after in the same setup. Group A, top five. Group B, top five. We all move on with our lives. Yep. Now, the fun part about this is the first time a short track will have the next-gen car or the first time the next-gen car will be at a short track, however you want to do it. So I think this is going to be like we were talking about earlier where a lot of teams probably take some risks because this is where the championship race is going to happen. This is where they're going to have to open up their books, take their notes. notes. Yep. And so I think that a lot of strategy will really be behind this race and strategy, whether that's risk, reward, playing it safe, whatever the case may be. Figuring, Figuring out those tires. Since they've changed this track around, we've had seven races at Phoenix. Wow, really? Okay. Six different winners. The only person to win twice was Kyle Busch back-to-back, but we have six different winners. I know, and it's still funny. Like I still think of Kevin Harvick as owning this track. Yeah, Kevin Harvick hasn't won here in a bit. I mean, Kevin Harvick is still very, very good here. Don't get me wrong. But six different winners. You you know, last when we were at this time, this time last year, Martin Truex won the race, but Kyle Larson won the race last year to win the or down in November to win the championship. Chase Elliott won it the year before that. So a lot of different winners, obviously, with the new car will be very interesting. Yeah. The other thing that's really cool about this track is it averages at least 15 lead changes in eight out of the last 10 races. Last I feel, I feel like we'll probably have even more this time. Exactly. Last week, we had 23 lead changes, and I didn't even really look at this until yeah. I read more into it. We had 32 lead changes at Fontana. Wow. 32. That's insane. And then there's nobody dominating the race. Exactly. (laughs) Even if they are, they're not winning. (laughs) Exactly. Which is exactly what NASCAR wanted, which is great. Yeah. So I think that's a a good storyline that you could have a lot of cars in the lead. I feel really bad for the fantasy lineup computers that are going to be, you're going to look one minute and then 20 minutes later, you're going to be like, ah, what? (sighs) You know, it's it's going to be ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, man. But it'll be really interesting to see Martin Truex Jr., uh, in my opinion, has been the most consistent driver this year. Obviously, he's I think he's second in points. He hasn't won yet. Yep. But he won here last year in this race in the spring and also finished second to Kyle Larson in the championship race last year. So I feel like Martin Truex Jr. might be a good pick. But how is Joe Gibbs going to set up their next-gen cars? Right. I have no idea. Right. Zero idea. Like, it's crazy. So, fantasy-wise, over the last four races, your top five in fantasy points, yep. Logano, Harvick, Chase Elliott, Brad Kay, and Denny Hamlin. So, when you look at that, you're like, okay, Logano has been good this year. Mm-hmm. Harvick has been, eh. yeah. Chase has been, eh. Brad Kay, eh. mm-hmm. and Denny Hamlin. Ugh. Mm. So, is this a good track for some of these drivers that have been, eh, to kind of, Get back Turn on their seat, or kind of get back on track, if you will. right. Yeah, um, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, 
three top five finishes out of the last four races. And then Chase and Kevin Harvick are the only drivers with all four top 10 finishes in the last four races here. Even though Ross Chastain drove well last week, Chastain, Custer, Austin Dillon, Bubba, Eric Jones, last four races, average finish of 18th or worse. Mm. So again, that could scare you, but Ross Chastain wasn't leading 80 plus laps at all in any cup race last year. Right. And you could argue that Chip Ganassi Racing probably had a better car setup than Trackhouse. Mm-hmm. So is he racing with better equipment now, the same equipment, and the fact that he led so many laps at a mile and a half, he's a talented driver. Right. I don't know. I don't know. And I think that's what's going to make fantasy fun and the whole season fun this year. Yeah. Do you want the uh, featured matchups uh, for this week in fantasy? Yeah. Let's All right. do it. There you go. We've got Denny Hamlin. Versus Martin Truex Jr. Now, see, that would be a good one, but this season it's like not a good one. Right. So that's like, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then we've got Kevin Harvick versus Brad Kay. That's Again, a good one. Good they're matchup. Both very they're good both, at short tracks. Yeah. And they're both good here, and they both had. Eh, and they're both kind of off right now. All right. Here you go. Alex Bowman versus Christopher Bell. They're both same odds. They both have the same odds on that. Okay. So that's interesting. I and mean, then, Christopher Bell is good at Phoenix, but Christopher Bell hasn't had the best of seasons. Right. So maybe that will even itself out. And then you just guy you were just talking about, Ross Chastain versus Eric Amarola. Oh, I would take Eric Amarola in that. Eric Amarola is a very good short track guy. He obviously yep. won that Loudon race. And he's, been, he's having a good start to the season, too. He's been sneaky good this season. Yeah, sneaky already. Good. Already. But then Ross Chastain led 80-plus laps last week. So, yeah. I don't know. It's chaos. Cats and dogs. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, I know you're going to pick. This might. This, this could, could this be the week. The end. This could be the week that it ends, and I can actually just be a normal podcaster and pick who I want to pick. This could be the week. So you've got Kevin Harvick. I don't know who I'm going to pick, actually. I was just looking at some. I know it's tough because, like, it it is tough, you know. I feel like I'm I'm gonna go just I'm just gonna have to pick Kyle Larson because he just keeps winning stuff. I mean, he did win the last race here. He just keeps winning stuff. Yeah, Larson, and MTJ, Chase, yeah. Logano, Denny, Kyle Busch. Those are your last six winners. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with Kyle Larson. He's he's getting a good run, and maybe those Hendrick guys have figured something out. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's figured it out, it's been them so far. I mean, two yeah. out of the three wins. Chase almost, you know, won that Daytona race, kind of, yeah. sort of. So there you go. And maybe it gets you out of the doghouse and you can pick somebody other than Kevin Harvick because you said you'd pick Kevin Harvick until he won. Yeah. And, and to all the Kevin it. Harvick fans out there, if that's a curse on my end, I apologize. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that it? Do we do it? I got nothing. We got nothing else? Good. All right. Well, enjoy the race. Enjoy KG night uh, day uh, on Sunday as well. And uh, you can always find us on the Twitter machine at WickedFastPDCST, at WickedFastPodcast on Instagram, Facebook. And you can check out uh, all the fine Beasley Media Group family of podcasts at bpodstudios.com or check out Timmy G's Celtics podcast, Banner Banter, uh, over there with the fine folks at Big Night Entertainment and all their great podcasts. And uh, there you go, right? We good? Perfectly, Perfectly said. Goodbye, everyone. All right. See you next week.
Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh... I don't think it works this way. Oh, oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.